Matt Shalai Vexture from Molyneux. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson, Lee Naylor alongside me. We witnessed Wolves beating Liverpool for the first time in the Premier League since the return in 2017-18. And of course, uh, it ends a run of 11 Premier League games without a victory. You have to go back to 2010. That's Stephen Ward goal at Anfield for the last time. Wolves beat Liverpool in the top flight. There was an FA Cup victory, a couple of FA Cup victories in that time. But this feels like a historic occasion as old Matip put the ball into his own net after five minutes when He Chan Wang had been played in superbly by Pablo Sarabia. Attempted low cross, deflected off Matip, hit the post and went over the line. It was just cleared, but the goal decision system said goal. Wolves were 2-0 up after 12 minutes at Cross into the penalty area. Max Kilman had an opportunity and it dropped to Craig Dawson on debut to smash the ball home. Liverpool came out strongly in the second half, as you would imagine they would do so. Put Wolves under real pressure, but a brilliant breakaway goal. Jean Moutinho found a Damatraore, his low ball in, and Ruben Neves, long-busting run into the penalty area, side-footed it home. Wolves were very, very good today. And Andy Thompson well worthy of their win yeah they were um I, I just think especially that first half some of the, the some of the football was absolutely brilliant from them sound the way that the past moved uh went around the pitch was was something to see and it, again you could just see the confidence and the energy what wolves had in that first half um getting themselves in front which i think it shell shocks liverpool a little bit i know it was no goal the first one but i think it was just the way that wolves pressed and um, made Liverpool forced into errors as well and I just thought that the way that they played was, was outstanding in that first half and it was nice to see it was nice to see a team with confidence going forward but <laughs> the thing for me it's nice to see two goals at last well three goals yeah I mean first time in 30 Premier League games and 36 37 depending on how you count it um, in all competitions you have to go back to that 4-0 win uh, against Watford at the back end of last season um, for the last time that the Wolves had done that. And it's only the fifth time in 99 Premier League games that Wolves have scored more than two. It shows you how goals, that we know goals have been a, a real issue for a long time, Lee Naylor. But the difference today, Wolves got themselves in front, a big stroke of fortune, but they got themselves in front and then they made sure they stayed there. Yeah, I mean... Look, at the end of the day, we won the game because how we started the game. Um, to go on the, the point of goals, we earned luck. We earned our luck with the first goal. Um, second goal was a bit of a scrap, and then the balls fell nicely to Dawson. Um, would you want your number nine scoring all the goals? Yeah, you would most of the time. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a point that we we will look on and we will look for in, in the future that goals come from, you know, our front players a lot more because that's what we've been, that's what we've been, you know, wanting and needing. Um, but obviously three points is huge uh, and the way we went about it was magnificent. That 4-0 um, against Watford, by the way, it was the 10th of March, is actually the last time uh, recognised what you'd say a number nine central striker yeah. has scored for Wolves in the Premier League it, but Tomo as Leonardo made that point there was a difference in the way Wolves played today that 
gives you real hope that maybe helps people understand why they didn't go and get what you would call a, a natural number nine, that why they would point to Mateus Cunha as being that player that they've envisaged the way that Lopetegui wants to play. Yeah, but also as well, he must think that there's enough here, i.e. with Jimenez uh, here as well, that he's got enough in that department. He, he, he must, And also as well, the way that, that he can shuffle people around. We saw that in the first half, that rotation that they had. The players were moving around the pitch. They weren't just staying in one position. They were causing Liverpool problems because of that rotation, that, that opportunity to move. If somebody went up forward, we saw it with Lamina. But when we had the ball sitting in the back line, he was sitting in the in the, the defensive line at times. He'd go forward, he's out on the left. And you could see that rotation from the players that, that he had out there. And that's what he wants from his team. He, he, he doesn't. I, I don't think that he wants just a set formation with the way they did. He wants to make sure that it it's kind of evolves in a way that players can re, uh, help each other out, can replace players if they get pulled out of position. And that's what he wants. And I think in that first half... I thought they did it really well. Lamina, how many times did he intercept? And say, yeah. look, and, and again, how many times does he want the ball in the back line? And it, and then also as well, it releases Neves a little bit further up. How's he got the goal? Well, the, the, this is the point I was going to ask you both. So just to explain for people the way they played today that was different to how we've seen them previously, that Lamina was the more deep-lying central midfielder and he was the one that would drop in between the two centre-halves and that allowed Neves to be higher up. It also allowed Mateus Nunes to play really high up, almost as an auxiliary fourth forward. And that, in turn, allowed Sarabia to, to drift in field and, and to play in, in different pockets. Yeah. Um, how much, Lean Energy, do you think this is a, a, a full reset after what happened against Man City in the last two weeks they've had to work on it? How much is it something they just maybe thought about playing against Liverpool? Yeah. Or... Has, yeah. he, has he looked at what he's got in the last month or so and gone, right, now I know what I want to do? Yeah, I think I think he's seen what players he's got in the dressing room and he's put the players out there today that know each other's role, that some of them playing out of position, but knowing that if someone, you know, goes on, I can fill in. You, you've got players that are, are aware of situations on the pitch that can help each other out, i.e. when you've got Nunes out here on the left, intertwining with uh, Neves, who's pushing on. Like, there's so many different variables, but each other knows each other's job, which makes it easier when you need that security. <laughs> you right there, Tom? <laughs> he's he's just so there. shocked at what he's, what he's seen and what we're talking about. No, he's surprised, it, mate. <laughs> no, it's just it is. It's when you when you got when you got players on the pitch who know each know each other's jobs. You fill in for each other. You work for each other. It makes it makes you know playing very easy, especially when you're going forward. It, it gives license to people to get forward that wouldn't normally get forward, and because you know you got that security at the back, and then Lamina just he just gobbled everything up. Well, I I wanted to ask you both about Mario Lamina because as I say I, I looked at the scout report uh, as to what it was that they saw in him and what they identified about him and the way that he played at Nice and. Because somebody asked me yesterday, they kind of said, "What? What is he?" And and the idea that you know he was in, I guess people thought he's in to be a box to box that never sits, and he and Mateus Nunes will be either side, and he'll he'll get around and get involved. And he was like, "No, what they'd actually identified 
was an ability to protect the back line from a deep lying position, but also to get on the ball and move it. And not necessarily with a, quite the range of Ruben Neves, but still breaking things up, yep. being in the right place, but also being able to use the ball. He's effective. He's a, what I saw today, he was very effective in the way that he played, interceptions, wanting the ball, dropping back into the back line so he could re receive the ball as well. I just think that he was outstanding today. I thought that he played really well, especially in that first half. I thought that he, he got around, he made it difficult for Liverpool. Uh, and I said that Liverpool were finding it hard to get that, that little bit of passing going because we kept blocking things off. And he was the big influence in it, uh, in there. And, and it just shows you the difference, what it makes when he's more mobile as well because he's got that mobility in that midfield area to cause them big problems getting around the pitch. And when you've got somebody in there, we've said about one of the things that we needed was legs in there. We've got it with him. He can play, he can, he can break things up. Uh, and it's refreshing to see when you see a player coming in and they've brought him in with the data, what they've had a look at. And, and look, there, there, there aren't many clubs nowadays that don't buy a, a player without looking at his stats and things like that. And that'll be yeah, something stat that... stat-based. Like, like yeah, it is. Nowadays, it is, it's it is, all stat-based. It is. Cause, well, the thing is, though, it's stat-based because the, they've got the technology to look at it. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's the thing. Just made in a little bit, no yeah. angle. Like. Yeah. yeah, but it, it still doesn't show <laughs> Cause you... Because I'm on the flip side yeah, of I know. it. <laughs> yeah. But it still does show you about what no, the player's like, no, though, does it? it? Well, especially when you can get eyes on a player and to yeah. see what he can produce and to see what he's, he, can, he can do on a pitch. No, stats don't tell you everything. No. But they do help at Oh, times. yeah, of course. Of course they do. Uh, course. And say, well, if you want a certain kind of player, you've got to have that, haven't you? Yeah, but I, I just find it interesting that they clearly identified that particular element of his game. And in him being there and, and playing in the way he did, we saw a different side to Ruben Neves. Now, it's a side that maybe we'd had glimpses of, especially in the championship when it was a different type of, of midfield battle. But that ability, we had the game, was it West Ham, when he, he hits the crossbar? Yeah. And again today, he's making a long-busting run to get up. And that's stuff we don't see often from Neves. But maybe have we... Should we have seen? Have yeah, we taken away a part of not, his game? Not, well, he hasn't been able to do that because he's always been our security. Now, when we've got Lamina there, now he's our security. Neves can go and push on and, and do things that... A bit of magic that he always comes out with. But he can do that on a regular basis now more um so yeah if i if i'm nunez i'm i'm buzzing that levine is in there with me because i i'm not scared of going forward anymore because i know i've got that security at the back every time he he must have went forward before and before lamina was in the team he must have been like damn do i really want to get forward because i've got to run all the way back there and and, and defend it's it's one of them if if we lose the ball i've got to get back here but he now knows that when we lose the ball he's got security Craig Dawson doing some media interviews. We can see him on our screen. He got a big smile on his face, got the debut goal, defended very well. There were a couple of moments. He, he nearly had everything. Didn't yeah. He had he, everything. He took a yellow card in the first half and then he was at risk a couple of times of maybe going for a second one. But what do you make of him overall, boys? I thought he played well. I thought he showed his experience. And again, he, I know he had the yellow card, but he showed his experience getting the yellow card because yeah. he, was, he was away. Um, the, the Liverpool player and it, like, you're just looking at that he just comes in there and you can see he's no messing if it's got to go and, and like, I like that where if there's got to go he goes into the stand he don't, he, no messing I think he's finished 
Yeah. He said, look, he's gone, oh, I ain't giving this place in, um, I'm just going to put yeah, my foot no through No side it. foot, yeah. No, I'm just putting my foot, because I know if I hit it sweet, then stopping it. Yeah. And that's what he does. And, and I just think that you've got an experienced player who, who, who will start to make the defence look better, I think, with what I've seen. Um, and I think that it, when you're getting that backbone or that back uh, line right, it breeds confidence in the rest of the team. And and I tell you what, he was he made a difference today because how many times did he head the ball? How many times yeah. did he intercept things? Um, but he's also using that experience to help other players around him. Because you think of it as well, Kilman's still pretty young in the in the eyes of like how many games he's played in this team. And, and there's a lot of players out there who are young players. And you need experience. You need a mixture of what, what you've got in the side. And, and I'll just think that when we went for him in the summer um, and he, we couldn't quite get him, you can see the reason why today with uh, what he brings to the club. Um, Pablo Sarabia, what did you make of him? Uh, good. Um, he had a moment of brilliance for the goal, for the first goal. I think after that, he was, you know, he, he had to do a bit of dogging in there, here and there. Second half, I don't think it was his game. Um, I don't think that's his sort of game. I think when we've got the ball, very good. When we haven't got the ball, I don't think that's him at all. Um, but as long as we recognise that, then I don't mind that at all because going forward, I thought he, he gave us something else. He can pick out a pass. He's left for sweet. Um, so, yeah, as long as we recognise that. Um, one of the things, though, in in being able to take him off, and we talked a long time, actually, about the squad because Nuno always preferred a small squad. He was always on record at that. He didn't like to have a lot of players around. He liked a certain select group. And it's let's be honest, a certain 12 or 13 you knew were going to play most yeah. weeks. Um, Bruno, I think, wanted a bigger squad but never got the right balance. Now you look at what they've done and the ability to bring on Adama Traore, Daniel Fidenz, Jean Martinho, Raul Jimenez, and Johnny. Yeah. All of those players in the last couple of years would have been starters, not subs. That's the level we're at now, right? But teams evolve and teams improve and players don't play consistently or it puts their the selection at risk. And I think sometimes that's what it does. But it just shows you the depth we have. As we said earlier, you look at the bench at the beginning of the season, the under-23s, majority of it was on the bench. You've got to have quality players to come on. And you look at the, the bench there coming on today, it doesn't really weaken the side. It doesn't really weaken the, the way that we play and the way that we go about it. And I just think that it just gives that, that, that feel that, uh, of confidence to when we're watching us, but also as well the fans as well. If you're going out there, you've got a manager there. But also, as well, he's brought in players that he wants. Now, you, we talk about the centre-forwards and what we've got. He thinks that this squad... Because he had an opportunity to bring in. He's brought six in, in the window. He's brought in what he thinks this squad needs. So he must think, hang on a minute. Don't get me wrong, say, look, he probably look in the summer to change it again. Because I think that you've got to keep doing that. You've got to keep changing and freshening up the, the squad. But I think he's had opportunity since he's been here, to bring in who he wants to bring in here. And I think he's got who he wants. And I think he'll start... Well, we saw it today in the first half, especially. We've got a way of playing. That's what he wants. He still wants more from his squad. 
it's by the way that he's on the animated on the, the touchline but it's nice to see that the way that we're going about it and and the quality that we've got as well just a word on the guy who's walking down having done a bit of running afterwards Adama Traore because I, I think he found it hard when he first came on yeah. um, but the cross for Neves and then he put in another delicious cross for Daniel yep. Pedenz at the end yeah um, we all know his situation many might have expected him to go in January but he's going to be here till at least the end of the year um, he has a part to play doesn't he yeah well he had an impact today um, you know he, he created two chances one we scored from um, Obviously, we were under the cosh in the second half, and he's not hes not going to like it, but he'll put a shift in. Well, as much as it's not Sarabia's game, that's Adama's game, isn't it? Uh, to, to, he'll put a shift you, in, yeah. He'll to put get a shift you on the in, counter. Yeah. Uh, and y he's got that electric pace that, you know, that when we do break, and we did break, and <laughs> we've see, we seen their half, and it just so happens we went and got a goal from it. Um, and, he's, you know, he, he possesses that, and every team knows that. Um and we're going to need, we, listen, we're going to need everyone in that dressing room um, from here to the end of the season, pulling in the right direction, putting in performances like they did today, um, because that's what it's going to take. Because when you're down there, it's tough. Um, and it has been, hasn't it? Yeah, you can it's see. It's, t it's tough watching it and, it, and it's been tough for the players as well. So everybody's been frustrated where, with the results that have gone on, but it's just good to see that, okay, the window's closed, players what he's got here got the players what he's got to use to the end of the season and I'll just think that it's it's refreshing to see the way that we play and look everybody's got a part to play because at the end of the day this manager will pick the side that he thinks is going to win every game he might change the team next week depending on what he's doing but he knows what he's got here he can swap players around if they're not if they're not playing well he can change it around but We've got quality. We've got quality players and a quality squad at the minute, yeah. and, and that's what we've got to use. Yeah, and I think the keep the keeper needs, you know, a, a little say as well because he pulled off a save from Darwin Nunes that I think, you know, sort of settled. He did, he did one in the first half as he well. He done one in the first half, but I just think that one in the second half, Tomar, when with yeah. a, with, with a with a pressure that they were putting on us, I think to pull that save out for us, as as got us the points today because yeah, I think point, if that goes in I think we're in trouble yeah well we said didn't we the yeah. next goal yeah and, and the say and sometimes you've got to have a keeper in form and that's what we what we had today um man of the match Lamina yeah got to be I think so as well um I was gonna leave I that to the I end but I knew you were both gonna say I Lamina th I think there's been some good great performances I think Dawson's played well um I think that um, Nevers again which we say yeah. every week. Yeah. But you I thought Eight Nuri was good today. Yeah, he was decent, to be fair. He was decent, but I, I can't, can't look, I can't look past no. No, no. Yeah. Um They're obviously going to lose He Chan Wang. Looked like a hamstring yeah. in the first half. So that's that's a decision to make as to who comes in for him. Um, we hope Mario Lamina, who, who went off. He's okay. Don't worry about that. Well, he just hope he he's <laughs> okay. Um, how do you approach it at Southampton next week? Because they've been beaten today. And so you go there now thinking if you win, you're eight clear of them. Now, I know that's only one of the bottom three, yeah. but that's that's a lot of points to make up 
It's so a, that's a you know that's it's the difference, isn't it? Huge game, isn't it? It's the difference, isn't it, between being between I, I, two ahead of potentially the bottom side or eight? I think I think we've got three massive games, didn't we? So yeah. we've got we well, so I know we've got Newcastle as well at the end of it. But um, you're just looking at that. We've got Bournemouth here as well. So look, we've got Southampton away and we've got Fulham away, which I think are three massive games. It's I say a, it's just a, a massive swing in it from yeah. week to week from yeah. from all different teams. Yeah. So it's. Well, you, if you're looking, we went into this group of games, and you're looking at Man City. You got your Liverpool's, you got them in the FA Cup, and everything else. You're thinking, hang on a minute, yeah, yeah. You'd just be happy with just getting a point at some of the games. We'd, we, this I, is a bonus three, isn't it? Oh, it is. But but it was a, for my opinion, I think it's a good time to play Liverpool. Yeah. With what's going on with them, it was a good time. Mentioned it beginning. Also, of the game, yeah, we? and we've got like we've had a two-week spell. He's brought in fresh players. Um, he's brought that spark to the club. And so, like, and then all of a sudden, he's given his chance to beat Liverpool for the first time in, since we've come back into the Premier League, and they were there for the taking. I fancied us today, and I said this to a few people. I fancied us today to get a result, but I didn't realise we were going to play that well, especially the first half. So, going back to my question about Southampton, how d- how do you go into that now? Yeah, I don't think you can change. I think you need to go into it at the same intensity. Why would you change? I don't. I, I don't know why you would. You have to make one, right? Well, yeah, you're gonna make one, but it's like like for like. Um, is that Pedence or is that Traore? It's either or. I thought. I thought. I know. I know. I spoke about Traore coming into the game, and we didn't really see him run with the ball. But I tell you what, he, he when he went in, he slotted into the positions where he needs to be. I don't know if it's because yeah, the manager like, screaming you know at him. No, take Sorry, Tom. I'll take that back. I don't. I'd rather have Troy around than oh, Podence. Well. Because if you have Podence and the new boy... Sarabia. Sarabia. I can't see that working. Similar. Yeah. yeah. But also as well, he, he, he trapped back. He helped out Traore. Um, but what I did like about it, that final ball, which seemed to just happen today for him, he put one across and I, I was surprised that Podence didn't get in there. Yes. But then he's also then picked out Neves. The, o- the other option... Given the way they're using that player, or certainly the way they were using He Chan Huang in that player, do you move Cunha and put Raul in down the centre? You can because he's got that he's got that same sort of work ethic. Um, he puts in the odds, puts in the shift for the boys. Um, Good record at Southampton as well. Yeah, right? he has. Yeah, Place where he got his first goal back after the long long layoff and the head injury. Yeah. Nice place for him to go. It's a nice habit, I guess. But, no, I don't know. I, it's it's a tough one what you do because do you want to go away from what you've just produced with the players being on a high, the players you've brought into the team that produced as well? Um, yeah, we have to change one, but it's not going to be massive. But he could be the one change, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He could be the one change already. So, look, as it is with Jimenez in, like I say, I, I, I'm, I'm always in under this idea about Lot, some players have something about playing at different venues and give you that something else and that confidence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have it, didn't you? Yeah, you, and, you and, and, and sometimes you go, OK, hang on a minute. He's always done well here. So he's got to come into the reckoning about, do I use him? Yeah. And I think, it's, I think the ma- and, and look, this manager's experience, he'll look at that as well. He'll look at the who, how they've gone in, in past games and who's scored in the past games and the way that they've got results. He'll look at that. And so it wouldn't surprise me if he's kept the same team and he ends up doing it because of the Wang being out injured. It wouldn't surprise me. 
It's going to be really interesting to see. Lee Naylor, thank you. Thank you. Andy Thompson. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tomo and I will be on the south coast where we hope to see another Big Wolves performance. Remember the feeling. It's been an awful long time since we've seen a Wolves crowd cheering passes, having comfortably beaten a team who were champions not that long ago. These are special moments potentially on their way back again. Don't go anywhere.